I'd like to do an experiment tonight. Um, and we'll see how it goes. What I'd like to do is a guided inquiry. And I'll explain uh, what, what I mean. Just to set it up a little bit, you know, uh, resting on a little bit of an assumption, <clears throat> which I don't think is too much of a stretch, uh, we could say inside us, metaphorically, inside us are, you know, lots of qualities, lots of beautiful qualities, a treasure uh, store of um, qualities uh, and um, gold jewels that sometimes we don't notice, sometimes we don't see, acknowledge, sometimes we're not in touch with, sometimes we don't access. And that's there for us, inside us. And at the very same time, there are beliefs and uh, views and attitudes and um, feelings, uh, habitual states of energy, um, assumptions, uh, there for all kinds of reasons, based on all kinds of experiences or input or internal processes or whatever. And these beliefs, assumptions, views, feelings, etc., of all sorts, are operating, sometimes consciously, sometimes below the radar of consciousness, and they have an effect or effects in our life that we can kind of, uh, they can make us stuck in relationship to uh, certain areas or certain openings or certain movements, or we can get contracted around them or parts of our being can get contracted with them. Uh, They can limit us, they can freeze us in certain ways or freeze our unfoldment. Uh, They can close us down in certain ways. But both both the jewels and and, and the the, the treasure waiting to be discovered and the difficulty there uh, together. When we say we're going to inquire, it's like, in a way, we're interested in discovering I'm interested in discovering what might be operating and what might be available to me, what might be accessible. I want to have a look inside and and find out and see what that process of inquiry, what what it will reveal and unfurl. What I can discover, what I can uncover, as if it's covered over and uncover something, so that my life can uh, be not... Uh, can be, what should you say, not static in the areas that it might be static, or it might be static and I don't even realize that it's static in some areas, that I've, I've kind of um, blocked my, my path in a certain way, my avenue in a certain way. So that through the inquiry, through this discovery and uncovering, uh, there's more possibility coming into the life and more possibility of unfoldment coming in. So we certainly want to uncover this treasure chest of jewels, or some of that at least, and to be able to incorporate some of that and some of that um, blessing, some of the blessing of that. And we also are interested in uncovering, discovering what, it, what might be operating that maybe is not so helpful, that maybe is imprisoning us in some ways. Not to judge it, not for that purpose at all, but for the sake of... Of, uh, of, of that uh, freer unfolding. So that process of looking inside and seeing what's operating and uncovering and discovering, that process of inquiry is an art just as meditation is an art. In other words, it's something we can develop, we can practice, we can uh, hone our ability to do over, over time. And it's not... If I, I, I can inquire into anything... I can inquire into absolutely anything. My relationship with anything, my idea of anything, a certain situation, how I'm feeling, could be absolutely anything. Everything in in our existence is open 
to inquiry, a belief about something, whatever, something I'm experiencing. But it's not just an intellectual process to inquire. So, yes, it will involve thoughts and concepts, but also is very much uh, we want to really have the body be involved in it, really be sensitive to what's happening in the body as I ask questions of myself, as I kind of dig a little bit deeper and try and uncover what happens in the body. Do I notice uh, what, what's maybe um, you know, the responses that are going on in the body, the responses that are going on in the heart emotionally, the responses that may be going on energetically, so, for example, just plucking an example, like I said, you can inquire into anything, but let's just take an example. could be that I'm in a situation with, with a particular person or with a group of people, and I notice that I keep feeling uncomfortable, or I've started to feel uncomfortable around this person or around that group of people, or in this situation. So the inquiry begins, first of all, is noticing, I just don't feel quite right here. I feel uncomfortable. I feel uneasy, on, on edge. Then the inquiry goes, pushes a little more. Why am I feeling that? What is this discomfort? What is this uncomfort? And immediately I might get a response, maybe immediately, maybe a little time. It says, because, because they want or they're expecting me or they're demanding me to, to be a certain way. They want me to be a certain way or they want me to say these kinds of things. These are the kind of things I'm supposed to say or, or do when I'm with them. In this in this situation, so I see that. Oh, that's interesting. That's why I'm uncomfortable. And then I might see that, and I start to see. Actually, that makes me angry. I feel a, a little bit or a lot of anger. Can I feel that anger? So that's part of the inquiry. It's, it's not just intellectual. Can I actually feel that anger? Feel that that doesn't feel okay. Why why does that make me angry? Well, maybe I'm just making this up. Maybe I feel confined. I feel like because they're wanting me to do this, I feel like I'm put in a box and I have no room to kind of move and express myself. Can I then feel that feeling of feeling confined? What does it feel like to feel confined, to feel straitjacketed that way? So that's going to feel a certain way in the body and in the emotionality. Maybe at the same time, as I'm looking into that feeling of confinement... I notice that there's something else in me pushing, uh, we could say, um, pushing inside against that confinement. Something else in me is kind of wanting to break through that confinement. Can I feel that? Can I be open to that? Where do I feel it in my body? How does that feel? And where does it take me when I stay with that other energy? of this wanting to push through. What happens if I stay with that and let that give that a little bit of space inside me? Where does that take me? Or it might be that um, I begin to ask, I go back to the original assumption and I ask, do they really want me to be like this? Do they really want me to say this? Do I really have to fit in the way I think I have to fit in? Or am I just assuming that? So this is using, using the intellectual mind a little bit. And that may unfold a question. Maybe from that comes something like, well, what if I wasn't like that? Maybe one lets oneself imagine, what if I wasn't like that? What does that do? How does that feel to let myself imagine not being like that with them in that situation? don't know, could be lots of things, but maybe fear comes up. The idea of not being that way brings up fear. And again, can I feel that? Can I feel that? How does that feel? It might be that the fear is completely overwhelming. It might be that the fear is just okay, that it's actually, and one actually notices, yeah, there's fear here, but it's not the whole story. There's there's more going on. So the inquiry also has some spaciousness in it to notice it's not just fear going on. Usually there's more than one thing going on for us. So maybe there's something else going on. There's fear. Oh yeah, but there's also this other thing. Fear is not the only thing present. So maybe again, maybe there's some movement inside uh, that wants to express myself more freely, more directly, more without inhibition. 
And I can feel that. I can feel that desire. I can feel that movement in me. And what does that feel like? What is that? It's like a, maybe it's like a surge of energy come up like that. And maybe I let myself feel that. And when I feel it, I start to notice, oh, there's quite a lot of energy here in this movement to want to express myself more freely and and giving myself a little bit of permission even just to imagine that. starts to feel like, whoa, whoa, what's this? I'm making all this up, but... uh, (laughs) Kind of. Um, Maybe... Yeah, sorry. Maybe... Maybe just crank it a little bit. Yeah, thanks. Um... Maybe when I stay, when I notice this, I haven't got completely sucked into the fear, and I notice this, and I notice, well, when I give myself permission a bit more to just imagine that, and inside, to feel that push inside that wants to express more feeling, maybe I start to feel this surge of energy come up. And maybe it's quite strong, and maybe it's running up the center of my body. And maybe it makes my body feel different. Maybe my body feels somehow bigger as this energy is moving through. Maybe all that's very new. And maybe I'm afraid of that because it's unfamiliar. But maybe it's okay. Maybe it actually feels really good. And maybe that's put me in a different place in relationship to the whole situation and what I want to express and what I feel free to express, etc. Okay. <laughs> That's just you, we can inquire into absolutely anything. There's no bounds to our inquiry. That was just an example. So, as you noticed, you've got some paper and pens. This is not an exam, by the way. So <laughs> if it's reminding of your maths O level and sending you into trauma, it's, it's not that at all. Um, it's actually not necessary to write anything at all. It's just there if you need it. A little bit. And probably less writing is better than more. And you don't need to write at all. If you write something, or whatever you come to in this process that we're going to do together, it's completely private. No one else needs to know anything about it whatsoever unless you decide that you want to tell someone. Okay? So the paper is yours, your internal process is yours. You're really... uh, uh, There's no... uh, Overexposure in that way. Now, sometimes, if I just say a little more generally, sometimes as we inquire, we discover something. Uh, maybe, like in that example, if some some of what's happening doesn't seem to even make sense to me. I have a thought, or that comes through, or a feeling that comes through. I'm feeling joy about this thing, or grief about this thing. It doesn't even make sense to me. That's really okay, you know. I'm discovering something, and it's really okay if it doesn't, if my response doesn't make sense in the moment. But when we're inquiring into something, whatever it is, we also want to be uh, noticing what the relationship is with the whole process of inquiry. In other words, am I judging the whole thing? That doesn't make sense. I must be stupid, or I'm having this emotion. It's because I'm da da da. It's terrible, or something. So what's the whole energy that's around the inquiry? And, and noticing if, if judging creeps in that way, or if I'm trying to justify myself to someone else or to myself or something. And there's no wrong or right. There's no wrong or right. Okay? So it's your process of discovering your relationship with what we're going to inquire into, without wrong or right. And it's what's the response right now? What's happening right now? What's the process right now, here and now? So we're not so interested in this, you know, to repeat conclusions that I may have already come to. Maybe that's part of it. Um, But what's happening right now? And can it be very, is it possible to to encourage it to be a very alive process, digging? So that, as I said at the beginning, we can discover and uncover uh, and, and that process can be you know, beautiful, alive, dynamic, fruitful. Okay, so... <clears throat> because the body is quite important, you might want to be, for instance, not leaning against a wall so that you know, there's a sense of aliveness in the, in the body, uh, 
would be good. But it, you don't have to be in a rigid meditation posture either. Just a sense that the body is open so that if things do move in the body, you can feel them. It, there's space for them to move. It's alive. And you can be in touch, in touch with that. Yeah, so you may not need anything to write, but has everyone got one just in case? <coughs> so, thanks, Chris. So tonight I've just picked something which seems to me quite an important thing to inquire into. But like I said, you can inquire into anything. Um, And it's a particular theme. It's a particular theme um, that I'm interested in us inquiring into, in each person really inquiring into. And that theme is liberation. Liberation or freedom, uh, and particularly the relationship with that idea and that whole concept. So, you know, if you've been around insight meditation kind of circles, if you've read uh, in books by, you know, Dharma teachers of different Dharma traditions, or you've moved in different kind of retreat settings, or other spiritual traditions, um, you will have heard words like liberation and freedom. You may have heard them quite a lot. You may have come across them quite a lot. It's interesting because they're words that get used in very different ways. And even the same person might use the words in different ways at at different times. Uh, Sometimes they're used an awful lot. They're really... uh, there's a lot of usage of those words. Other, other scenes or scenarios or settings or retreats or books or whatever, they're, they're used very little. So what I'm going to do is we're going to go through this thing and I've got certain questions or certain uh, questions around this theme of liberation for you to inquire into and and. Uh, with that very full process that I was kind of, you know, gave an example of. Um, So I've got some questions, which it's a real experiment doing this in a group, so that's that's part of the big experiment. Um, I will give you those questions for you to uh, be with and reflect on and inquire into in this very full full and full-bodied and uh, open way. But it could be that as I'm giving these questions that uh, you find that it triggers, or in your process of looking inside, it triggers a slightly different trajectory of questioning, and that feels really important and alive. Well, you want to be sensitive to that if it evolves that way, and really respect that. So if it seems to be taking you somewhere that's uh, more significant right now, trust that and and ignore what I'm I'm saying. I'm I'm not going to be talking that much from from now on. but, so you can take what I say, or, or it might stimulate something else. The, the important thing is that it feels like you're following a thread that feels alive and important. Okay, so... The first question, and I'll, I'll give you a while with this one, and then, and then kind of feed a little bit more into the process. first question is, what does liberation mean? What does this word, liberation or freedom, mean to you? What does it mean to you, to you? In other words, what does it mean in your life? What does liberation, this concept, mean in your life? What's your concept of liberation and freedom, or freedom? So you might ask, how, how does this word even, how does this word resonate inside me? When I just say that word to myself, how does it resonate? So I just I just say a little more in case in case you feel completely stumped by that. Um, 
Maybe you use a concept like that or a similar concept, and maybe maybe you don't. So if you do, you've got something to follow. But if not, you might think, well, what now? But if not, then you could ask, well, why not? Why don't I? You, why why does that concept a kind of non-concept for me? To me, that's quite interesting. Because if it's a non-concept, that actually implies a relationship with the concept of liberation. I have a relationship to it just by virtue of, of kind of trying not to have a relationship with it or ignoring it. And what is that relationship? If you hear the question and you feel, I'm not interested in that, and sometimes people tell me, I'm not interested. Um, remember, there's no right and wrong. But to me, that's really interesting. I'm not interested. That's really interesting. Why? Why? Why am I not interested if that's what happens? If you find the question irritating, can you really feel that irritation and what's going on there and explore the irritation? Or if you say, well, I just don't know what freedom and liberation means, then the question might be, is that not knowing alive, in other words, is it bringing more sense of discovery and opening, or is it kind of not knowing and one just kind of shrugs one's shoulders and the whole thing becomes a little bit dead, a little bit dull? In other words, is it helpful not knowing or an unhelpful not knowing? Okay? So that's the first one. You can write or not write, or just a little bit, whatever helps you trace this process inside yourself in a, in a very as alive way as possible whole being be involved, the body, the emotions, the thoughts. It's really present to the present moment and how this unfolds for you, what it brings up. and wrong at all it's, it's your your process your discovery your life and, and, and what's alive for you Everything that comes up is significant. Every thought, every reaction or emotional reaction to this is significant and worthy of caring attention. No right or wrong here. Just letting a process unfold. <coughs> Everything is significant. (coughs) 
whatever you're feeling right now or thinking is, is part of it. we can you can trust the process so if something feels like you're blocked trust that if you hate it trust that follow that there's absolutely no wrong move here other than persistently ignoring or discounting your experience. So I'm going to offer the second question. But remember, to be sensitive to where your process is taking you, where your inquiry is taking you. So you may be using these questions, or it may be you're still with the first one, or you've already gone to the second one before me, or there's something else. 
But the second one, or moving the second stage, if you like, what is the effect? What is the effect of that concept, whatever you've discovered your concept is? Your, what is the effect of that concept on the way you live your life and the way that you practice? Maybe. These are big questions. You know. In other words, if I fill this out a little bit, particularly in what ways might you limit and constrain what liberation or freedom means or might mean for you, for you? In what ways might you limit and constrain what that means or or might even possibly mean for you? Again, in other words, am I... Is the concept that I have of this, is the way that I'm thinking about this or not thinking about it, is it helpful, this way of conceiving? Or not? And if it's not... What in particular is unhelpful about it? How is it unhelpful if it's unhelpful? So really, really probing a little bit deeply and asking, asking those questions. These, these are very open questions. They could go in a lot of different directions. There's no uh, way they're supposed to go. So it could reveal all kinds of different dimensions or aspects. to include the body and the emotions and as far as the writing it may be that less is more sometimes make it a whole whole being process of inquiry as much as possible trusting whatever the truth is of the moment's experience but with interest so really interested in what the experience is there's trust but there's questioning and interest and kindness Kindness.
So really try to include the emotionality, that it's not just a cerebral process of ideas. Every idea or movement of the mind will have with it some, perhaps some movement in the emotions, in the body. whole thing responds to the quality of attentiveness, just like traditional meditation. The whole thing will respond to the quality of attentiveness that we bring. It's in some ways completely dependent on that, in some ways. including whatever is going on for you right now, whatever it is, it's part of the process. To be welcomed with kind interest and investigated. So the third question, and again, remember to respect, really respect and be sensitive to your, your thread through this, your line of questioning, what's unfolding for you. So you might have moved onto this very organically in your own process already. But the third part is, how do you see yourself in relationship to liberation, in relationship to freedom? What perhaps are the conscious or unconscious definitions or ways that you may have defined yourself or are defining yourself in relationship to this idea or or promise of liberation? Maybe if it's completely irrelevant for me, there's no chance for me or I'm just a steady plodder and I can't really expect much. Could be many things. What's the self-view there? unfold in a space of kindness and interest. If it doesn't feel alive right now, that's very interesting. What's happening that it doesn't feel alive? Whatever is going on. 
So with that, and with this third question, how does it feel? How does it feel to see these beliefs, to see these self-views? How does that feel to see them? Body, emotion, how does it feel? And do they feel true? Do they feel true, these self-beliefs, these self-views? Are they unquestionable? Does it feel like there's any room to question them? Do they feel completely the end of the story? And again, are they helpful or unhelpful, these self-views? And if they're not helpful, how? How? How is it? How does that work? Sometimes what moves in the being is quite, su- quite subtle, quite delicate. The attention may need to be quite subtle and delicate to notice the movements, the responses, the reactions inside. Some of it's quite quiet sometimes. So let the awareness be quite subtle too. Subtle and broad to notice everything that's going on. Last part of the last question. Is it possible, is it possible to imagine letting go of being locked into any of those beliefs or assumptions? And if so, how does that feel? How does that feel? Yeah, so is it possible to imagine letting go of being locked into some of those beliefs or assumptions? And if so, how does that feel? What does that do inside? How does it ripple out? The body is involved, emotions, the mind is involved. And the attention is open and sensitive. 
accepting and interested. So wherever you are in your process right now, um, let's just perhaps round it off and and wind it down and uh, maybe just come into some stillness together. So just sitting present in the present moment, in the body, in the being. settling into the posture or just just some stillness if that's and it may be that you just want to let it all go now and just be very simple simply present and just still or it may be that there's something resonating inside perhaps something you saw or was moving or that you discovered or uncovered and you want to sit holding that and allowing that and being with that. So whichever way feels helpful right now for you. And just a couple minutes together in silence. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.